Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Alright folks, welcome to episode number 7 of the Highlanders podcast. And before we get to breaking news here, which uh, I guess I should just refer to as uh, this week and the cheating scandal by the Astros versus breaking news, I want to take a second to thank everyone who has supported the podcast thus far. The uh, numbers have improved with every episode every week um, and they're continuing to rise. So I just want to thank everybody who gave it a listen or is giving it a listen and listens every week. Uh, please uh, continue to tell people about it, uh, subscribe, uh, continue to download new episodes. Again, we'll give you a weekly episode, um, at the very least 30 minutes. As the season kicks in, it might be longer depending on what's going on. But uh, again, thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. Now, on to breaking news. Uh, as I record this, it is Tuesday night. Uh, Rob Manford has just stepped away from the podium for his second uh press conference in less than a week. Uh, last week, uh, I guess I should say earlier this week, Sunday in Florida and tonight in Arizona, the other side of the spring training camps. The man looks beaten up. The man looks hurt. The man looks like he's been through it, and rightfully so. He has. Um, it's been a very strange, strange few weeks for baseball. Excuse me. I think um, I got to say he answered some questions very well this time. The big gaffe he made last time was, I guess, referring to the World Series trophy as a, as a piece of metal, uh, basically discounting its importance to a, a lot of players or a lot of the fans. This wasn't a huge deal to me, to be honest with you. Um, the trophy itself is just a trophy. The World Series is what you're talking about. Uh, I clearly, as the commissioner of baseball, you know he wasn't trying to demean the trophy. He was trying to make a point. And he did apologize for that tonight, which I guess showed some class. But uh, to see him sitting up there and take these bullets, you can just see the disgust in his, his face as he has to answer some of these questions over and over again. Um, but he did reiterate um, the biggest question that everyone has is, oh, you know, why didn't the players get get punished? And he went into detail tonight about it saying, look, we reached out to the players' union to, ha- to ask for the opportunity to interview them. The players' union asked if it was going to be interviews with the intention of disciplinary action. Once the league responded yes, 
they kind of dropped all their support and uh, weren't going to get behind any kind of interviews or give the authorization to interview any players if it was going to lead to disciplinary action. So the guys, the, the league was kind of handcuffed. Um, and the only way that they could get any kind of answers whatsoever, which they desperately wanted, was to give the players full immunity, and that was at the suggestion of the players' union. Um, it's the first time I had heard that, that the players' union were the ones that suggested the full immunity. So, um, I mean, look, it's not a perfect world. Um, the way that the collective bargaining agreement is now, you cannot get to these players. It's impossible. It's a system that they've set up themselves that they need to fix. And until they can fix it, there's really not much you can do. They did what they could do, I guess, at this point, which was fire the people they could fire, the managers and the general managers, or put pressure on clubs to fire these people. And that's really all they could do. Um, in just a second here, I'm going to play you some clips from uh, comments by some players, and it's random, um, reacting to some of the questions. Again, I, did, I don't have them all. But um, I'm going to save the Aaron Judge comment from this morning for last. Um, obviously, to, to us, that's probably the most important. But uh, let's listen to some of the comments from some of the players this week reacting to their first question of the spring. And what do you think of the Astros' cheating scandal? out to me and uh, it's, it's tough it's, it's not good for baseball and it's sad to see guys from the Astros race out to you? yeah a couple guys I'm not going to name any names no but, what, uh, what was it basically just the message trying to, was it, were they just, apologizing were they trying to explain themselves just trying to explain what happened you know you read a lot of stuff in the paper and you know once you read something a lot of people jump to that conclusion but uh, sometimes it's right sometimes it's lost uh, you know it's like I said it was a tough tough off season to see that as a, as a baseball player and you know you just hope uh major league baseball cleans it up and uh play uh what's your view of that world series championship um you know it's tough because you don't know you know what helped and whatnot but you know what's coming definitely helps i think i think that's you know it's tough you're taking a trophy away taking taking the green away I think they should definitely do something. Uh, I don't know what, but to just cheat like that and not get anything, it's, it's, uh, it's sad to You know, calling the World Series trophy a piece of metal. Uh, I mean, I don't know if the commissioner's ever won anything in his life. Maybe he hasn't, but the reason every guy is in this room, the reason every guy is, you know, working out all off season and filling up the camp early and putting in all the time and effort, it's specifically for that trophy, which, by the way, is called the commissioner's trophy. So, for him to devalue it the way he did yesterday, 
it just tells me how out of touch he is with, with the players in this game. And, you know, at this point, the only thing devaluing that trophy is going to put commissioner on it. A lot of the apology yesterday was a lot about 2017. 2017, it's like, I'm pretty sure it was going on in 2018, 2019 too. Like, and that's, that, that, that's just so sad because it's like, just because, you, I mean, if they didn't get caught, they'd still be doing it. And, you know, they're only doing this apology because they got caught. And that, it's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of feelings on it. And I know everybody around the league is really upset and rightfully so because it's really a disgrace to the game. This is this is people's livelihoods, too, that they're, they're messing with. Like, guys have never pitched in games since then. Guys have won awards that maybe they shouldn't have won. Who knows? I mean, yeah, they're certainly talented ballplayers, but... You know, I, I personally think it's worse than steroids. I really do. I mean, it's, steroids, you still have to compete and hit the ball. You know it's coming. I mean, off of, off of these pitchers, like guys throwing, you know, upper 90s with really good curveballs and sliders, and you can totally formulate an unbelievable game plan based on certain things that you know what they're coming. Like, it's just it's frustrating. And, I mean, they're going to they're gonna have a tough year this year for sure. I mean, I... I got booed really loud in St. Louis, and they're going to get, wow, everywhere they go, rightfully so. I thought the apologies were whatever. Uh, I thought Jim Cranes was weak. Um, I thought Manfred's punishment was weak, giving him immunity. Um, I mean, these guys were cheating for three years. Um, you know, I think what people don't realize is Altuve stole an MVP from Judge in 17. Um, everyone knows they stole the ring from us. I know personally I lost respect for those guys. Um, I think I would say everyone in the show in the big leagues lost respect for those guys. I don't know what human hits a walk-off home run against Raldis Chapman to send your team to the World Series. And one has the thought to say, don't rip my jersey off, but two, go in the tunnel, change your shirt, and then come out and do your interview. Like that, that makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense to me, because I know me. Gary Sanchez said yesterday, you can rip my shirt off, my pants off. I set my team the World Series off for all this Chapman in the ninth inning at home. You can do, you know, I'm going crazy. wasn't a fan of the punishment. I thought that was a little weak for, you know, a player-driven scheme that no players, you know, involved got any punishments. Um, and then with Bellinger, man, I agree with a lot of the things he said, you know, and uh, he went out there and spoke his mind and, you know, I really, you know, don't want to get into the, you know, the whole, 
you know, if Altuve stole it, you know, MVP or not, because that really don't, that really don't matter, you know, it's over with, man, and, you know, the big, the biggest thing is, you know, it's, I got to make sure next time I don't, don't keep the vote so close, I guess, you know, try to go out there and win it all right, you know, so there's no, you know, no question, you know, so he, he won it, and, you know, that's how it is, and, um, that stuff, the whole thing, even, you know, thinking about, you know, who it affected, you know, it didn't only affect us as the Yankees, you know, it affected, like I said earlier, the fans of the game, you know, and even other guys, the guys that lost their jobs because of it, guys that, you know, went into Houston and got beat up a little bit and never made it back to the big leagues, you know, that's another thing for me that's, you know, kind of really can't tolerate that, you know, for the guys that are going there playing the fair and square and, you know, get beat up a little bit and now they're out of a job because of it, that's, that ain't right. You mentioned Darvish and, and the stripping of the gold medal. So to clarify, do you think the Astros should be stripped of their 2017 uh, championship? I, I, yeah, I just don't think it holds any value with them. You know, you, you cheated and you, you didn't earn it. You know, that's, that's how I feel is it wasn't earned. You know, it wasn't earned the, the way of, you know, playing the game right and fighting until the end and knowing that, you know, I'm comp- we're competing. We're competitors. And the biggest thing about competition is – laying it all out in the line and you know whoever's the better player better person you know comes out on top you know and you know you just lay it out there and you know to know that another team had an advantage that you know nothing you can really guard against that I just don't feel like that's that's earned or you know yeah that's it's not earned and second of all uh as you know your social media is monitored very closely and there are reports that when the Manfred's report came out you deleted a tweet uh, that congratulating Altuve back in 17, is that accurate? Did you delete that? Yeah, oh yeah. And for the obvious reasons that we're talking about here? Yeah, I think I I took it down like right when I think the story broke out. Right when I think Mike Fires came out and talked with the athletic and stated that, you know, this is what go, was going on in 17, you know. And once I heard that, you know, I just, it's just sick to my stomach. Just to find out, you know, you got a lot. Of, I got a, had a lot of respect, you know, for those guys and you know what they did, and you know, especially you know what they did for the city of Houston and that whole organization. Man, a team that was in last place and drafted right, got the right players in there, and you know, eventually, you know, got to the World Series. You know, I had a lot of respect for them. You know, the way they played, what they did, and then to find out that you know it was <laughs> it wasn't earned. It was they cheated. You know, I, that didn't sit well with me, and I just didn't feel like the post the post that I did really. You know, meant the same anymore. Yeah, I could, I could sit up here and lie to you and say that you know, I forget about it and move on. But it's always, it's always going to be in the back of your head a little bit. You know, you're always going to think about it. Um, and you're always going to have that, you know, kind of bad taste in your mouth. You know, thinking about it and hearing about it. But, um, but at some point, we're going to move on. We're going to move forward and continue to, you know, grow this game. You know, that's what that's what I care about is growing this game. And that's why. You the more we talk about it, the more we drag it out, the more I'm going to keep trying on ESPN or whatever and, you know, seeing, you know, sign stealing stuff and cheating in baseball, you know. So, you know, the quicker we can, you know, get the fast, get everything out there and get get rolling, I think, would be the better for the game. That's, that's all I really care about. Yeah, in, in my eyes, the game's always policed itself, and I think it will continue to do that. You know, I know I've heard that there's going to be new new restrictions or new penalties for hit batters and stuff like that but um, I think what's kind of kept this game is people, people we just game polices itself you know and uh, we don't see them till I think that last home series but we go we go there in, in May and we'll see them but 
yeah, I can't really speak on how it's going to really, you know, affect them. I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Incidental nature to it, um, you know. We won't be in the business of, you know, going after or throwing at people on purpose, and uh, you know, we'll just have to see how everything unfolds. But um, I, I don't expect it to be an issue for us. Do you it concern you? It might be in your pitcher's heads, though. I mean, right. It's almost a warning. No, I'll make. I'll, I'll do my part to make sure it's not. And, and with Major League Baseball, you know, being clear about, you know. I think any of the penalties that come, um, I think they're going to come if it's, there's got to be 100% certainty that, you know, you know something's going on or you know something happened for certain and not just, you know, because those things can be very gray a lot. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've been assured about from, from Major League Baseball is that, you know, if it's, if there's a little gray to it, then you know, it's going to kind of be status quo. Murderers are over here. All right, there's a quick few clips, a montage, if you will, of some of the players reacting. Uh, and I apologize if the show is a uh, clip heavy this week, but honestly, it's more news than I can keep up with as far as uh, all these players were reporting to camp around the same time and all getting asked the same question. So I felt it was just easier to hit you guys with some clips and some reaction. I'm sure you guys have seen it and heard it all. But as far as my opinion, I mean, like we've talked about at nauseum, this is not going to go away until uh, the, the season starts and some real things, other things happen in baseball to take the fans' mind and reporters' minds off of right now, basically, I have nothing to talk about. Um, again, I'm a baseball nerd, so uh, I can listen to uh, analysts and reporters break down my infield, my outfield, my bullpen, uh, who's injured, who's not injured, and we have a few notes about uh, Aaron Judge potentially uh, being uh, injured. We'll get we'll get to that in Yankee news in a minute, but. Um, I mean, this is what it's going to be. This is the new normal for this year. It's going to be one of those years that we look back on and say, yeah, that was that year. Um, and once the season gets started, we know it's every little thing is going to trigger more conversation. So the first time a pitcher pitches inside on a batter, um, was it intentional, was it not intentional? And uh, I'm going to play you one more clip. I promise you the last clip of the day. And that is uh, Aaron Boone being asked if he felt that the Yankees would retaliate. Um, and how whole, that whole scenario will play out. Um, and we'll get to that in a second. But, I mean, really, you're, you're, it's a disservice. Uh, you, the commissioner said he's going to crack down harshly on any teams or players that retaliate, retaliate against the Astros. Dusty Baker is very concerned, hoping his guys are safe, hoping they get a fair shake. Well, listen, um, they're not going to get a fair shake. It's going to get ugly at certain points during the season. The question is, what does the commissioner do then? I mean, if a guy pitches inside and it's a little too close or the ball just gets away, how do they judge that? Is it going to be an immediate warning? Is it going to be immediate suspension? We have no idea how it's going to, how it's going to happen or how it's going to react. So 
it'll be interesting to see uh, this all play out here in the early on in the season. Uh, does it happen in spring training games? Uh, will there be people thrown out during the spring? I tend to doubt it, but um, again, I hear ticket sales. Houston plays uh, in Anaheim or California, whatever, at Los Angeles, whatever they're calling the Angels, and ticket sales are going through the roof, and it's Astro fans, from what we hear, are buying up a bunch of these tickets to uh, voice their displeasure at the Astros, uh, the opening series of the year. So, again, this is going to be very interesting um, to see how this plays out. I'm going to play this one clip here of Aaron Boone, uh, asking a reporter asking about uh, retaliation and how that is all going to play out. So uh, let's hear from the manager of the Yankees now. All right, so that was uh, the manager of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone, talking about how he uh, and his team will not be retaliating or throwing at players or beanball or whatever. Um, that's the directive coming down from management. Will it last? We'll see. Will players take it into their own hands? We'll see. Will an inside pitch be uh, mistaken for throwing at a player? And, you know, who knows? This is all going to be up in the air until it actually happens, and we're going to have to see for ourselves. So... Uh, very long intro this week. I apologize for that, but uh, we can blame the Houston Astros as, uh, for the long uh, introduction to this week's show and the uh, clip-heavy edition of the show. So that's it for this week in Major League News. Alright folks, since we had a pretty large breaking news segment to start off the show this week, we're going to jump right into the mailbag. Uh, and as always, if you have any questions for us that you'd like to uh, have answered, you can reach us a few places. Uh, if you just want to email us, it's highlanderspodcast, one word, at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot us an email or anything that you want to forward to us. On Twitter, it's at highlanderspod, that's at highlanderspod on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, it's Highlanders Podcast, one word on Facebook. And YouTube, check out the YouTube page, Highlanders Podcast on YouTube. Um, there's some clips on there from last week up in Tampa, spring training. Um, some pretty cool short videos of uh, the starting pitchers working out. Um, so check it out on YouTube. Uh, we have a question today, an international question from... G, I, I'm going to spell the name out. I don't think I'm going to pronounce it. I'm not really sure where they're from, but G-Ha, G-Ha, G-A-H-A-H, okay. Anyway, their question is, and I'm assuming this person is uh, in Asia somewhere, um, with this being the last year on Tanaka's contract, are there any other big Japanese stars that you see the Yankees making a bid for in the offseason? Or... Will they are they likely to re-sign Tanaka? Um, okay, I got to be very honest with you. As the biggest baseball nerd as I am, I'm not really aware of the hot Japanese market right now as far as free agents are concerned. I know Tampa Bay signed the quote-unquote biggest uh, offensive player from Asia right now coming over. Um, again, I don't know much about him. I just hear comparisons to Jim Tomei. Um, so we'll have to see what he is. Um, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion... Listen, I thought when Tanaka came over, it was a fantastic free agent signing. And then when the rumors of his uh, partially torn shoulder 
and that he would have surgery any minute and the the next couple years were me just biting my tongue waiting for him to have the surgery i actually wanted him to go and have the surgery right away and get it over with he knows his body better than anybody and apparently um he chose right because he's going to end up fulfilling this contract knock on wood that he gets through this year um uninjured and uh you gotta say for all the money that they spent on him well worth the price um was he an ace no um a solid you know two maybe a three guy regular season wise but postseason he is a stud uh, he's proven that he is the real deal in the postseason um and i'm not opposed to re-signing him i don't know what his what his plan's going to be if he's looking to stay in the country for another contract uh, a long t- uh, looking for another long-term deal i don't know if the market's there for that um, would he want to play for anybody else but the Yankees? I don't know. I'd be willing to bring him back again. Uh, like, it's my money, but I'd be willing to bring him back on a short-term deal. Maybe another one-year deal after this. Uh, maybe he wants to go back to Japan. He does live there during the offseason still. Um, so I don't know. I ha- it's a good question. I haven't heard much about his about his desire to, uh, to re- re-sign with the Yankees or for the Yankees to bring him back. But if you're asking me just for my opinion, absolutely. Um, if, he, if he can give me the same results he gave me the last couple years and then in the postseason especially, I have no problem with Tanaka coming back and being solid number four for us um, in the rotation. I think you could do a lot worse than that. I will tell you that um, up in spring training last week, uh, I knew Tanaka was going to throw um, a half hour before he came out onto the field because there was still, even to this date, eight to ten Japanese reporters on the field waiting for him and covering every single pitch he threw. And this is years after he's been here. So um, he is a rock star over there. Um, and I got to say, he's been a great Yankee. Um, Matsui before that, another great Yankee. So we've had some good luck the last couple guys that we've brought over. And again, I'm not opposed to, to bringing him back for, for a short-term deal or even a two-year deal. You know, a one-year deal with a club option for two if that's what he's interested in. If not, and we're going to move on, we've definitely got young kids ready to slide up, I, I would say. You know, if Montgomery proves to be healthy this year, that's a huge addition. Um, Herman's going to be back. Um, Garcia. There's guys there ready to step up and take these spots behind Cole and behind uh, Seve and Paxton in the rotation. So is Paxton, I know, free agent at the end of this year. Does he come back? The Yankees have options for, for the first time in a long time, assuming everybody stays healthy with starting pitching. So um, good question. I appreciate the question. Keep sending them in, guys. Um, again, I enjoy reading some of the comments. Some of them are pretty funny. Uh, maybe one day we'll share some of the uh, funnier, lighthearted jabs that you guys are uh, sending my way about the Yankees. So, uh, But for the most part, it's a, it's a lot of love and a lot of love for the podcast. So I appreciate it. Keep sending in those questions. I appreciate it, guys. Alright folks, final thoughts here. Uh, We do have a little bit of housekeeping to talk about before we get to the end of the episode this week and it came out right before recording the podcast tonight that the Yankees and Aaron Boone came out and said that, "Ah, hold your breath guys, that Aaron Judge uh, has a little bit of an injury, we call it an injury, whatever we're going to call it, a crankiness in the shoulder is the way that he described it, I'm not really sure what that is or what that means but um, his shoulder seems stressed or... 
So uh, whether that's an actual injury or they're just being precautionary is what it sounds like to me. They're going to shut him down for a couple days. They're going to hold off him uh, starting batting practice and really uh, ramp him down for a couple days or in his words not ramp him up for a few days until uh, they get another look at that shoulder and make sure everything is a-okay um are you concerned as a yankee fan uh whenever you hear injuries and any yankee player especially aaron judge who let's be honest has a track record track record of being injured you kind of hold your breath a little bit but this sounds like it's really nothing um again just precautionary to make sure that he's okay and they don't want to start off on the wrong foot. He's going to be so important. Uh, I mean, this guy, honestly, as much as we love Judge, he's missed a lot of time as a Yankee, um, and it would be nice to get a full season out of him. I know they're going to have to do what they can to to watch his workload and manage it so they can keep him on the field. Going to be tough to do with uh, Stanton, who they also have to manage, Hicks, who will be coming back. So their outfield really has to be, I mean, with the exception of the old man Gardner, um, they're really going to have to... Uh, make sure that they balance and juggle that DH spot. So um, with Andujar primarily being your everyday DH, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, and again, remember my prediction. Uh, Andujar is your starting third baseman by the All-Star break, and uh, Gio Urshela is your uh, on-the-bench backup. Um, again, just my prediction. And second prediction, uh, Mike Ford ends up seeing at least 50% of the reps at first base with Luke Voigt as it becomes almost a 50-50 split lefty-righty platoon type situation at first base. If I'm wrong, you guys can tell me I'm wrong, whatever. Um, another story, uh, Brett Gardner apparently has an insane stalker that he's got to get a restraining order against. Some crazy fan who's uh, tried to sneak into clubhouses in Baltimore. Um, Again, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, feel free to check it out. The articles are out there. The pictures of the girl. She seems like just some lunatic fan. Um, different lunatic than me, I guess I would say, as I'm a safe lunatic, and she sounds like she might have been a little unsafe. So uh, the Yankees and Garner are doing what they can to protect themselves against uh, lunatics, I guess. Um, last thing uh, before we go this week, I, I'm going to put a poll out on Twitter, and uh, that's Highlanders Pod on Twitter. Highlanders Pod on Twitter uh, poll. Basically asking you guys how you consume your Yankees. Um, yes Network via cable, satellite. Uh, do you get it streamed? Do you go old school and just listen to the radio? Uh, I mean, do you follow in the newspaper? I remember when I was a kid, uh, you know, it was the radio and it was uh, newspapers because every game was not televised, or at least that I couldn't get once the game switched to cable. Um, I grew up with a little black and white TV in the room, and you got your games on uh, PIX11 with uh, Phil Rusuto and Bill White. And as I got older and the games transitioned more and more to cable, uh, there were times we didn't have cable, and I couldn't get those games. And it's gotten to the point now where I believe very, very few games. I do not live in New York anymore, but very, very few games are on PIX11, um, a small percentage of them are on free TV, the rest of them all on cable, obviously, but uh, I'd be curious to know how everyone gets their, their games or gets their access to the Yankees, so be on the lookout for that poll on Twitter. That'll be up uh, tomorrow morning, I would say, and uh, let us know how you consume your Yankees. Very interested to hear that. So that's going to be it for this week's episode. Again, thank you guys, everybody, for, for, for listening and downloading. Uh, like I said, one episode has been higher downloads than the next every single week thus far so let's continue to do that continue to build this um and again any advice or questions that you have or any suggestions or things that you'd like to hear or topics you'd like to hear feel free to hit us up on social media 
Um, We'd love to hear from you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Highlanders podcast. One constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray.